0: Welcome to episode number three of the University of Vermont Medical Center Nursing Podcast Series, created by nurses,
1: for nurses.
0: I'm Colleen Roach, a hematology oncology nurse on SHEP4.
1: And I'm Robert Hamble, a heart failure clinician, and soon to be the Nursing Professional Governance Chair.
0: We're excited that you are going to be the next leader, Robert.
1: Thanks. You know, I want to take a time to just acknowledge that this is a challenging time at the hospital, and we know we are going to get through this. And hopefully down the road, we can use this platform as a way to help bring people back together. But for this podcast, we really want to continue to focus on all the great work we're doing.
0: It's our attempt to share new initiatives, current events, and a chance to celebrate some of the great work that's happening at the hospital. We've got a couple guests here today to share some of their work.
1: Colleen, you're right. We do a lot of great stuff, and part of this podcast is to highlight some really cool things and initiatives that are going on at the hospital, and we're here today to kind of talk about one of them. Who do we have with us today?
0: We got Kate Bonnet here. She's a nurse from Baird Six, General Surgery and Trauma Floor, and she's been part of a task force working on nursing mentorship. Welcome, Kate. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Kate. Thanks for coming after a night shift. We appreciate it.
0: <laughs> no problem. So tell us a little bit about why why the task force decided to work on nursing mentorship.
2: So the whole goal of our task force is to retain nurses here at the University of Vermont Medical Center and to really foster relationships on the floor and throughout the hospital. One of the biggest reasons nurses throughout the country said they're leaving nursing is a dissatisfaction with their colleagues. We want to keep our nurses here and have good relationships and feel like we're really a family. Well, that's a good reason
0: to get this task force started. So tell us about um, mentorship and maybe how how you could get in, involved both on the mentee side and being a mentor.
2: So our mentees will be the new grads right after they finish their orientation with their residency. When they're done working with their preceptors, their mentees will pick up right where they left off If you want your preceptor to be your mentor, you just need to ask them and maybe have them fill out a one-page application. One page? you never hear of that, so it's actually, you can just get it done in like
0: 10 minutes. Yep, so not a big time commitment, okay.
2: Your mentor is there to help the mentees with situations like, you know, my family lives in Connecticut. I have to work Christmas. Like, I'm really bummed I'm not going to be with them, or I'm working night shift. I don't know how to... Work the night shift, never done this. of. Then...
1: So it's kind of interesting. Like the mentor's role is not just about drips. It's more about talking about life as a nurse to kind of deal with those hard days when you feel like you just don't know where to go. That's your resource to really kind of make you feel like you have roots here in Vermont and that it's not you're on an island. You've got people here to help you.
2: Exactly. I can't tell you how many times co-workers have told me or I've told my co-workers you know if it wasn't for you guys I wouldn't be here anymore. Isn't that like, the truth?
0: So yeah. much of what our what we love about what we do is the people, is we, the do people we, we do it with. It's a, a tough job to be in and our co-workers are become like our family. Yeah. It's
1: a team sport. Yeah. Being a mentor sounds like this really heavy thing to do and it's really just being there for our people but if you feel like you need help, is there going to be support for these people?
2: Absolutely. We have uh, the RN Mentorship at uvmhealth.org email address that people can reach out to with questions or if they need help with their mentee or if they can't find the application on the SharePoint site or really anything at all. There's multiple task force members checking in there.
1: Is there any like formal training that will be done?
2: There's a three-hour training session in August and September for people who are interested kind of going over conflict resolution and kind of learning styles and all that kind of stuff
0: and what's the time commitment are they expecting mentor and mentee to do like a one-year term or is it just kind of open-ended
2: you are required to have a one-year relationship with your mentee or mentor um, and there's a one month you check in once a month with each other and see how you're doing the check-ins are not paid Um, we're hoping that eventually this mentorship can help get to Staff Nurse 3, Staff Nurse 4, stuff like that, and just kind of grow your own professional development, get relationships on the floor, make everyone feel more confident on their floors. Great initiative.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm hoping this really there's a really great buy-in by people. Um, please go to that email address. Can you give it to us one more
2: time? mentorship at uvmhealth.org.
1: This is just a really great way for nurses that have been here a while to really invest in the new nurses, to really bring them along. Um, I'm excited about it. Thank you so much for your time, for being here today.
0: Thank you, guys. Thanks, Kate. Time for you to go home and get some (laughs) some rest now. Yeah.
1: In September, we have a couple of things that are coming up that are time-sensitive, so we want to bring them to your attention. Nursing Professional Governance, or MPG, has a call for new members. Um, They're looking for people who are interested in becoming part of uh, shared governance. The application deadline is October 1st, and you can email mpg at uvmhealth.org or go on to SharePoint to get the application.
0: There's also the second annual Critical and Progressive Care Conference. It's on... September 12th, it's a Wednesday, and it's being held at Trader Dukes Hotel in South Burlington. There's posters all around the units if you want to sign up. And I heard that it was a great turnout last year, so something definitely worth going to.
1: Yeah, this year, Dr. Johanna Steiner is going to be doing a presentation on LVADs. It's really exciting. So uh, thanks again. Uh, That's some cool information, and I think we have something really cool about wellness now.
0: We're going to talk a little bit about self-care now. As nurses, we really should be exemplifying a healthy lifestyle, but that's not most of our reality. I know I struggle with trying to fit it all in. Uh, We want to draw some attention to, there's a service that we have right here at work that can help nurses or any employee really with striking that work-life balance. We have Corey Sinette from Employee Wellness with us here today, and Corey's a health coach. He's gonna share with us about his work. Hi, Corey.
1: Hi. Hey, Corey, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me.
0: So tell us a little bit about what is a wellness coach?
1: Yeah, so um,
3: wellness coach, When everybody thinks about wellness coach, they think uh, physical activity, they think nutrition. Uh, we touch on all dimensions of well-being throughout the year um, through one-on-one health coaching, through our campaigns that we have throughout the year, whether it might be financial well-being, uh, physical well-being, stress management, safety. We really touch on all the dimensions.
0: That's great. You guys take like a holistic approach as opposed to just looking at one aspect
1: so you know when we were preparing for today's meeting i was really struggling because when i look at a wellness coach i think of all right well it's going to help me you know get more fit watch as you said your diet but what are some of the other cool things that you really focus on that may fall outside of the you know well body thought?
3: Yeah, so um, we are a resource for employees. Um, So whether it's connecting them with um, EFAP, uh, the Employee and Family Assistance Program, um, on working with stress management, um, a work issue, a a home issue, um, it might be connecting them with a resource for financial well-being. Um, They might have come across an issue of a dire need where they need to travel (coughs) um, for uh, an unexpected event. Um, a family emergency we have um, programs that help um, support people financially Um, and we also have uh, people who are planning for different life events whether it might be a kid going to college or retirement Um, so we, we really do touch on just Uh, um, more than just uh, the physical dimension. Um, It's all the dimensions of well-being. And a lot of times we have people come to us who want to get connected more to their coworkers or connected to their community. So we we are a resource, again, for making that connection for employees.
0: That sounds like you guys have a pretty broad, um, you know, job and meet people where they're at to try to make them their best self that's that's great tell me like how many sessions do you typically do and how would somebody uh, initiate having a wellness coach and um, where do you guys actually meet
3: yeah so the biggest thing is people don't need to go at it alone when they have a goal Um, And a lot of people keep their goals in their head. They never write them down on paper. They never say their goals out loud and um, That that ends up getting put on the back burner Um, Whether they're caring for patients or caring for family um, They put their needs our employees put a a lot of times put their needs last um, And they don't need to go at it alone. Um, So we um, Make it as easy as possible for employees. We can go to their their site. Um, We have um, offices at multiple sites um uh, at our locations um, throughout the organization. Um, and they can come to us, um, and it's typically about three to five encounters, um, spaced about two to four weeks out, so that they have some time to work on the goals that we set um, within our um, meetings. And it's it's really about creating smart, attainable goals and getting them down on paper so people can see them um, visually and, and kind of just help remind them of their goals that they have.
0: Okay having someone that you're kind of accountable
3: for for meeting your goals yeah. I think helps
1: so if somebody wanted to find out more about what you're doing or how to get in contact with you what's the best way to reach out yep
3: email wellness at uvmhealth.org org um, and say hey I heard about this health coaching thing I want to know more about it and then we'll get them connected
1: yeah. is there any uh, things that are coming up recently that you want to point out
3: yeah um, so we have um, our incentive uh, program for employees that are probably doing things already, whether it's going to the primary care physician, going to the dentist. Free money, right? Uh, free money. So employees have till August 31st to log their incentives on the portal, mybluehealth.bcbsvt.org, or email us and we'll get it to you. Um, and so log your incentives and you can earn $175 in your paycheck.
1: Yeah, and what was your
3: email again? Uh, Wellness at uvmhealth.org.
1: Awesome. Corey, thanks so much for being here today. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Besides using the podcast every month to really highlight some cool things nurses are doing outside of the hospital, we wanted to kind of bring you up on a lot of community events that are also going on in the month of September. Starting off on September 7th and going through the 9th is the uh, South End Art Hop.
0: That's right on Pine Street. Yeah. And the so the kids art hop is on the 10th.
1: Yeah, ten from 10 to 2.
0: There's also a uh, Champlain Mini Makers Fair in Shelburne Farms, and that's bunch of arts and crafts science and engineering do-it-yourself projects whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. you are totally underselling this there's going to be drone competitions <laughs> there's going to be robot demonstrations
0: you sound excited about
1: this i'm bringing my kids to the robot battle league i All mean right. that's going to be amazing so hopefully i'll see some people there um, for it and then also there's one last thing this is going to be a little bit of a drive but when we saw it we thought we had to bring it up so down in brattlebury there's going to be a bacon fest
0: are you really promoting this as the heart failure clinician
1: well i called and they confirmed They'll only be f- serving low sodium bacon, so it'll be perfectly fine. But you're gonna uh, be
0: policing everyone two everyone. slices only. Yes,
1: <laughs> um, so on September 8th, um, they are having a bacon, blues, and brews festival down in Bradbury. So try to hit the combo it
0: up. bacon and beer.
1: Yeah, I know it's gonna be awesome. So we really appreciate you listening again to us. We hope you found some value in it. As every, as always, we try and leave you with the thought of mindfulness mm-hmm. and an inspiring quote. Here it is for this time.
0: I have a measure of control, humor, choice, and joy in my life. My situation has not changed, but I have. Thanks for listening and have a great day.